Hey, this is Barbara Corker, and you are now tuned in to Business Unusual. And everything you ever learned about business, throw it out the window. I'm going to tell you the real deal. Listen in. Today, I'm going to answer all your burning questions about work, life, starting a company, getting on track, and much, much more. Be sure to call in to the Business Unusual hotline with your question at 888-BARBARA. That's 888-B-A-R-B-A-R-A. This episode is presented by AT&T Business. Hi, this is Chelsea Aguirre from St. George, Utah. And I am just calling to ask the advice on handling life with a toddler and a newborn in this pandemic. It's a stressful time and I want to take in all the advice I can take in. So that's my question. Life with a newborn and toddler. Thanks. Hey, Chelsea, so you've got a newborn and a toddler. Uh, That's more than a full-time job. I don't have to tell you that. But my advice to you from being a mother myself of two, 10 years apart, so it was much easier for me, is that the smartest thing you could do as a parent is to enjoy the moment. I can't tell you how many hours I stressed raising my two kids, worried about tomorrow, even though there really wasn't anything to worry about. I anticipated needs constantly. What are they gonna need? Oh, is that something wrong? Should I help them? I second guessed raising my kids, not my own talent, but what I had to do about it, what I had to anticipate my whole life. And guess what I remember best about raising my children? It was the singular moments where I lived in the moment. The singular moments where you stop and you do something with 150% heart and don't worry about tomorrow. So in my mind, I have a string of phenomenal memories as a mother raising my kids, like the time I walked in from work dead exhausted and Tommy was in a cardboard box that had shipped in an air conditioning unit in the living room. And so he was inside the box. I took off my high heels, my jacket, and I crawled in the box, and we spent an hour together. I will never, ever, ever forget that. Or the time I was reading a book to my daughter Kate in bed, and she decided to take all her mini stuffed animals and stuff me with them in my mouth, my ears, on my head, on my chest. And I stood there and let her do it, and we laughed for an hour straight. I can remember that moment as though it was yesterday. So the more of those special moments you can string together as a mother, but it takes living in the moment and seeing those opportunities and grabbing them when you can. Uh, That would be my advice, whether we're in a pandemic or whether we're in nirvana, whatever you are, live in the moment and try to put tomorrow's cares to the side as many times a day as you can. Hi, my name is Chris from Novi, and I was just wondering, how do you find the perfect work-life balance? Chris, there's no such thing as work-life balance. Don't fall for it. I fell for it for a couple of years when I was building my business and jockeying between my husband, my home life, my fun life, my kids, my work, and there was no such thing as balance, and I gave up, and I'm better for it. So first off, get rid of that theory. But it sounds to me like you need to take a break and size up what drives your own energy at whatever you're looking to accomplish because from the sound of your voice on the question sound like you didn't have a lot of energy coming forth so take a break make a list of what 
really makes you happy and try to figure out a way to do more of that. That's where you get energy from. Nobody's enthusiastic about stuff they don't give a darn about. People get enthusiastic about stuff they do well and they're enthusiastic about. So I would, number one, take a break. Number two, get an idea of exactly what you like to do and try to get rid of the things you don't like to do. And third, never look for balance. Just be totally in the moment of whatever you're trying to accomplish and put your heart and soul and your enthusiasm into it at that moment in time. Let's take a short break to talk about a company I love. Now let's get back to the show. Hi, Barbara. My name's Samira. I'm reaching out from um, close to New Jersey, and I'm in the process of hiring my first um, part-time assistant, and I was wondering if you had any suggestions on the types of questions that I should be asking them. Um, If you could get back to me, that would be great. Thanks so much. Bye. Hey, Tamir, good for you that you're hiring your first person. Most people in business take way too long before they hire their first person because they keep thinking, I don't have enough to do. I don't have enough for them to do. What could I delegate? But you're already out of the gate. I think you have to bear in mind what the purpose of hiring an individual is. It's to get someone who can do things that you either don't want to do or you're incapable of doing. So basically, you're out to hire your opposite. Sit down, make a list of all the things you enjoy doing and then the things you don't enjoy doing, and then you will automatically have a job description for the person that you're trying to hire. Let's say you're great at marketing and advertising and client relations, but you can't stand the bookkeeping, the accounting, or running the office, or making sure it's clean, or whatever's involved, or checking up on shipping of your product. Whatever those categories are is who you should be hiring for. Then it's as simple as talking to the individual and trying to assess if they have that ability. It's as simple as that. If they do, you hire them. If they don't, you move on to someone else. One last cautionary tale. You must like the person you hire. Never, never works out when you hire someone who's terrific, but you just somehow don't like them. It's a short-term hire will never last. So just ask yourself before you do the hiring, do I like this individual? They don't have to be the love of your life, but do I like this individual? Because you're going to be spending time with them, and it's easier to spend time with someone you like. Hi, Barbara. This is Jen from New Jersey. Quick question for you. When starting up a side hustle, how important is it to have a written-out business plan versus getting in there and just doing and, and trying to make it work? Thanks so much. Hey, Jen, you already have the answer on this. I could tell by the way you delivered the question. The key is getting in there and figuring out what makes it work. And why that's so much smarter than having a business plan is the problem with the business plan is once you get it out to the market, you got to change it because it doesn't work. The best way to discover your business plan is to discover what your obstacles are, and you can't do that at a distance. You have to be in the street and see what the obstacles are day to day and solve them. That's what pushes your business ahead. So I say, just have an objective. Where do you want to go? And beyond that, don't spend any more time on details of a business plan. Just get out there and make it work. Your nose is on the right track. Get out there. And that's all we have time for today. If you have a question, leave me a voicemail on the Business Unusual hotline, 888-BARBARA. 
That's 888-B-A-R-B-A-R-A. You can also tweet it to me at Barbara Corcoran, and I may just answer it on a future episode. You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success. Search and follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.